Welcome to the Elevated Performance Podcast. We are current physical therapy students dedicated to helping our listeners elevate themselves through school, business, and fitness. Let's level up. And on uh, today's episode, we have a couple very special guests. We have Sarah and Gabby of the Gratitude Podcast. So how we Thanks how we how we doing today, ladies? Oh my God, so good. Yes, thanks. Thank you for having us. We are excited to be chatting with all of you. Awesome. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll kick it off. Um, can you just uh, first off just tell, tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves, uh, kind of what you guys are doing, uh, where you're at in school, and everything. Yeah. So I am currently a third year SPT in North Carolina, and I am graduating in April. So coming up very quickly. So just finished up uh, second to last long-term clinical rotation and have one more left in Arizona as we're recording this. So I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, that's where I am right now. And for those of you who don't know Gabby's voice, that's Gabby. (laughs) Oh, yes. And I'm Gabby. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Sarah. And Gabby and I have a podcast together. Uh, We call it Gratitude. Uh, It's very punny. It's gratitude with a D. And it's to help PT students through school on their first try debt-free. And we're both students at different programs. So I am a third year as well. And I graduate in May. Hopefully, right? The ETA is May 2021. Even with COVID, we'll see what happens. But right now, that's the goal. And we have been doing this, you know, podcasting thing for a while and created some courses and stuff. And it's so good to be here chatting with you guys today. Yeah, again, thank you guys for being here. Um, So you do have that gratitude podcast. Um, What was the main reason for you guys starting or how did you start? How did you two meet? I know we wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. So the beginning of the podcast was unusual to say the least. So it sounds crazy, right? Gabby and I were strangers. I had no idea who she was. I um, had quite like a kind of painful journey to PT school. Like a lot of people have, right? You don't always get in the first try. It's often a lot of failure, repeat, failure, repeat until eventually somebody accepts you. And that's what I had gone through 18 times and denied like so much. And I was waitlisted two years in a row for the same program. Finally gave up on PT said, I don't know. Can I swear on this? <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> said, let, let it this. <laughs> I'm super exciting. Getting, getting to the end of PT school. That's, that's big stuff. And so then I moved, got settled down, given up on PT and they called me last minute and said, Oh, you're off the wait list. And I was like, well, shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, trying to figure out like what to expect, how are we supposed to go? How am I supposed to now move again for the third time to a new state in the same year, figure life out, move away from my significant other over there. And like to where I don't know anybody. And I had a moment where I was like, well, I don't really see many resources out there. Let me try to create one. And I reached out to a few SPTs and Gabby was one of them. I literally Googled on Instagram. Instagram is basically Google, right? Some people (laughs) will be triggered by that, but it kind of is. And so I searched SPT on Instagram because I knew students had that at the end of their handle. And I found Gabby and messaged her. And then from there, I saw Sarah's message. It was two years ago. So I was about to start second semester. Sarah was in her first semester and, and, and that's where we, we hit it off. So ever since then, we were doing 
everything online without meeting each other for about five months before we met each other in person for the first time at CSM back in 2019 in Washington, DC. And at that point it was our halfway, our halfway point between us. And ever since then we have met each other in person, a total of eight, eight, less than 10, eight times. So, uh, yeah. And here we are today, two years later, it's just been an amazing roller coaster of a journey going through school and having a podcast. And that's a, that's a pretty crazy story. <laughs> um, so I guess my question for you guys is, you know, PT school, we're all SPTs and uh, PT school, grad school in general is very time consuming. Um, so how do you guys manage that? And also what is your inspiration behind doing this podcast? Oh, good question. So honestly, the first few months were rough. We didn't really know what we were doing. We were still complete strangers and, you know, we had to make sure that, you know, school, first of all, you know, came first or still comes first and we were doing, you know, everything ourselves. But, um, honestly, we really didn't get into the hang of everything until, um, we had a break. So, what, two years ago, um, two and a half years ago, when we had a break in December, that's when we're like, okay, we can have a breather. We can start recording more episodes because during the semester, it's tough, especially having two different schedules. Um, it definitely was a lot. And we did a lot of recording if we did on the weekends, um, for the very first few guests. So that was, um, that was really kind of the beginnings of it and inspiration. So Honestly, we, we really wanted to do this. And especially for me, um, coming on to, uh, the podcast and starting that with Sarah, like I just wanted to help students because I, I see myself as a, as a mentor and I wanted to give back to the profession and, um, especially for student physical therapists, I feel like there's just so much that we go through and, um, we wanted to give resources to students, um, from different guests and different backgrounds. So they're able to, um, have the least stress as they can going through school. Exactly. I would just ditto two big things. One, we didn't see it out there, right? Like I didn't see nope. a resource that I was content with, which is why I reached out to people and I was like, we need to do something about this Two, PT school felt so stressful. And I didn't know, I didn't feel like I had the tools from school to kind of help through that process. And two, um, well, three, whatever I'm on is about the finances, right? Nobody talks about the debt that we're in and actual things we can do about it. People complain about it or joke about it. And that's usually the extent of it, but how do we actually handle that? And so those are the big things. To kind of get into that. So you guys were more about the financial aspect of PT school then and how to navigate that. Yeah. So it's twofold, mm -hmm. right? The first part of that is in my first semester, I was very close with like probably five out of the 50 classmates that I had. And, um, you know, how first semester can be, it's pretty intense and not everybody makes it through after the first semester. And all five of those people I was very close with didn't make it after their first semester. So that's the first part is how do we get people to, after they finally made it right. You've tried so hard to get into PT school. How do we get them past first semester? Step one, get through on their first try. Cause a lot of people restart after that. They don't make it. And they're like, I still want to do PT. So they restart school. 
So that's part one. Part two would be the financial side. Yeah, that was the biggest thing. And like we said, we didn't see much out there. And there are some amazing platforms, especially helping students when it gets closer to graduation. But we really wanted uh, everyone to start, you know, thinking about this now, especially before PT school and not just listening to the financial advisors, because we all know um, how that can be sometimes. And uh, we don't get this in school. So we really wanted to start, um, you know, having students be the have that in the forefront of their mind. And at the time, um, and even now it's still like a subject, not, you know, like a hush, hush, let's not talk about this, but we've really just brought it into light and giving students, um, the knowledge and the literacy of saying like, Hey, this is really important. Start, you know, finding, um, ways to save, finding ways to make money during school, um, because you can, and, starting that as early as possible in order to come out with um, no debt or as less debt as you can. Um, That's a good transition point. So um, a lot of people, I think, know you guys for a podcast, but I know you guys do a lot of other things um, to uh, to help uh, students and um, SBTs and pre-PTs. Can you guys talk a little bit about um, some of the programs you guys have and some of the other stuff you guys are doing as a business? Yeah. So we'll start out with what we currently do right now. And well, actually let's backtrack. We'll start to where, um, we were about a year and a half ago and Sarah and I, at that point, we still had the podcast and, um, we were at this for, let's see, it was, our podcast was less than a year old, but we decided we wanted to have a course and that was focused on six pillars. Um, some, which include mindset finances, studying smarter, um, and how to really navigate PT school. And so, that was one of our courses and, um, this was in the past and right now, uh, Sarah, if you want to talk a little bit about it, how we've pivoted and what we have now. Yeah. So right now people really have like two big options. One is our recurring monthly course that we have. We kind of transitioned a little bit from the eight week program to now a monthly thing because eight weeks, although it's amazing, I don't think it's long enough to make lasting change. And that was like a wall we kept hitting over and over and over again was eight weeks is great. And people still make some changes, but that's half a semester. And so we've extended it. So we've made a more monthly thing to help people with three things, finances, studying, and mindset and personal development. And how do we overcome this imposter syndrome that PT school often causes us to like feel all this anxiety and stress and imposter syndrome. So that's what we have right now. And the other thing is, uh, focusing just on finances. We have something called from broke to bank, which is like a 10 day deep dive challenge that we help students create a debt-free plan for themselves, learn how to save their money and make some money in the process. Awesome. That's super cool. Um, I think, uh, as a, a course alum, um, I think what you guys are doing is amazing. And a lot of those things that you guys uh, talked about uh, in the course, um, I've definitely implemented and uh, has uh, definitely contributed to my success in PT school and uh, managing to get through my first semester. Um, so thank you guys for that. And then a little follow-up off of that. I have a pretty cool story. So um, when I started um, orientation back in July, July of this year, um it was all online but um we had a second year PT student uh on and he was just kind of giving us resources and stuff and uh things that we can uh get into to be kind of in the PT world and um he actually brought up some podcasts 
uh, that he recommended. And uh, lo and behold, uh, Gratitude Podcast was one of them. And I like for me, that was super cool because uh, I had the pleasure of being a guest um, on your guys' podcast, which was awesome. Uh, and just kind of getting to know you guys over the to- uh, over that time was uh, just really cool to see. And uh, a question off of that is, did you guys expect when you started out to be where you are today? I think the short answer is no. I think the long answer, longer answer is you never really know what to expect, right? We just hope to put something out there that people find helpful. And you got to keep doing this process of asking people what would be helpful. And as students, it was easy because we're kind of coaching our past selves, right? So we know what the problems were. And now we're just helping the people who are one step behind us. So it's not this big guessing game, like, okay, what are students really struggling with? And we're like, well, we are students. Like we know what students are struggling with right now. So it makes it kind of easy. Um, So that's my longer answer. Gabby, you want to add anything to that? Yeah. So I agree. And we didn't know where we would be today because honestly, we had many moments of, you know, should we stop this because, you know, the semesters were getting crazy, um, borderline academic probation and, um, you know, different things along those lines in regards to school. But we just had to keep, you know, keep getting motivation and inspiration by students and um, to say like, hey, like you said, this resource has helped me and um, especially for students who may have to restart. uh, We have seen a lot of people come to us in regards to that because of, you know, thinking back to their past selves and we really just wanted to um, keep going. And the great thing is, and as the three of you know, having another person, having that accountability is really important. And um, I would have never have expected we uh, we would be first year PT students and now about to graduate, uh, and the community that we've built. And it's been absolutely incredible to see. So in that aspect, um, didn't expect it, but really excited that it has happened. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like that course you guys have is really beneficial, even though I just graduated, I might still have to take it, you know, maybe for the financial stuff and the, the mindset as well. Um, I guess really just speaking to us, can you guys talk a little bit about what it takes to have a successful podcast? Cause we're just starting and obviously you guys have been doing it for a little while. So yeah, just let us know what to do so that we're as, as hopefully as successful as, as you two. Oh, shucks. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So really, obviously the first thing is consistency, right? Mm-hmm. So we set out from the beginning Initially, we were like, well, let's do one episode a week, one guest a week, because we didn't want to have the pressure on ourselves to just be talking to each other and somehow hopefully it'd be helpful. So that's why we wanted guests on initially. Um, And that's just our process, right? We can tell you guys all these things, but this is what's worked for us. Doesn't make it necessarily universal, although consistency is pretty universal uh, for most people. And secondly would be to ask people what they're really struggling with. Like for you guys, are you looking to kind of coach your past selves or are you looking to reach different people? And how do you find the problems that those people are having, I guess is like the biggest thing to think about. Yeah. And really getting into your audience's head and even asking them, you know, who do you want to hear from or what topics do you want to hear? Because, you know, your audience is, is going to be there for you and having, you know, topics and at the very beginning, For us, at least, we were finding guests that we knew, um, we knew students, so we wanted to have them share their stories, and everybody likes to 
you know, talk about where they've been and where they are today. So yeah, consistency, um, finding, you know, who, what your audience wants to hear. And then also who is your, um, avatar. And so what that means, the person who, um, you know, really resonates with what you guys, um, believe and what's your, um, uh, mission statement. So Sarah, do you want to, we can disclose who our avatar is. Our avatar's name is Brittany. She's 26 years old. She's a non-traditional student. She graduated with a bachelor's in history, has a dog, lives on the uh, coast of North Carolina. And this is a completely fictional person. And now she's scared to go to PT school because although it's what she wants to do and she hates history, she's scared because she's been out of school for a while, doesn't remember how to study, doesn't want to take out the loans and isn't sure if this is going to be worth it for her for her in this point in her life, especially because she just got engaged and is trying to get married soon. Very fictional. But the other thing is, especially for um, the three of you is just, like we said, utilize the, the breaks that you do have. And usually that's once or twice a year um, to record the episodes. So when work and school get busy during the semester, you have those ready to go and you don't have to, you know, record anything and figure out, okay, who's free when not utilizing all the time on your weekends. And that's really, um, especially at the beginning has helped us and we're utilizing that today still. So say those are the very, um, very few key things that we would recommend. And I would ask you guys to throw the question back at you. What is it that you're trying to help people with? If you don't mind me throwing a question at you and reversing the roles here. I feel like you, uh, like your guys' avatar is super specific and uh, you guys are very like uh, niche oriented. Um, I feel like what we want to do um, is like our uh, um, name of the podcast says, uh, is elevate people in uh, just multiple facets of their life, whether they're students, business owners, um, you know, people that are trying to get into fitness, uh, health, I think overall, we just want to help people in multiple ways. So um, like I said, it's not just like for students who are going into uh, PT school. Uh, it could be for students going into, uh, you know, athletic training or medical school or, or anything like that. And, um, you know, people that want to open businesses, like a lot of uh, uh, student physical therapists, I think, are kind of trending to owning their own business and their own clinic. And uh, just being able to um, give them the right tools and information from people that we know um, that have done it and um, just overall elevate yourself and uh, become the best person you can be. So I don't know, Tony and Chris, you guys want to touch on anything there? That's Brittany. Totally That's fictional. <laughs> yeah. When and... you mentioned the avatar, I was like, is that a real person or? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you hit pretty much all the points. There is going to be a bit of a PT bias because we are all in PT school but we do want to kind of keep it broad and keep it, you know, more towards health professionals and business owners and giving them the opportunity and, and exposure to the material um, that allows them to, again, elevate their, their business, their personal, um, personal fitness, their personal lives as much as possible. Love it. And you could also incorporate somebody who's, you know, kind of has a lot of those things, right? You could say, I'm just making up a name off the top of my head because I was just at this restaurant called Tyrone. So I'm thinking <laughs> of Tyrone. I'm thinking, man, Tyrone is in PT school right now. He wants to have his own business and help basketball players, but he's really afraid that he's not going to be able to. Is that kind of like the basis of where you're headed? And of course, you're going to help way more people than Tyrone, mm -hmm. but Tyrone feels like you're speaking to him, if you know what I mean. 
I like that. That's a cool way to think about it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, even just having, I know there's multiple aspects, um, but even picking like one to two that you really focus on and um, have those be your pillars in a sense, because for us too, you know, we, um, there are so many things that we are focused on. And one of the reasons um, we want to switch to having three core pillars, because that's the reoccurring questions and obstacles that at least for students, they, they go through. And um, we wanted to, you know, make it clear that these are the three things that our podcast and business is centered around. So um, another thing to think about too, when, um, when trying to incorporate many different um, multi-factor or just a lot of aspects. I was kind of curious about your guys's um, monetization. So you said that you went from an eight week course to a monthly subscription. Um, and that's uh, from that's the ultimate goal is to monetize your podcast. Right. So the intention behind any podcast is never going to be monetization because the podcast can bring you in some money. It's not going to make you rich on its own, right? The podcast won't make you rich independently, but what does is having different offers that go away, like are an offshoot of the podcast itself. And the podcast is used to build an audience create more lead generation to then monetize based on what's helpful for them. You're not going to sell somebody a haircut if they don't need a haircut. And so that's kind of what we're trying to do, right? We're not here to sell physical therapists on stuff we're doing because they're already PTs. It's not going to be helpful for them, but they may still listen to some of the podcast episodes because they admire some of the guests we've had on. So what we do now, we have three main ways of monetization. One directly through the podcast, through sponsorships and advertising which is our lowest one, right? That's the lowest one, mm-hmm. um, directly at least. Indirectly, it's the biggest because it brings in the most people. Uh, and then the second one would be through the courses, which is, like I said, from broke to bank, which is our financial one only, which we do have some PTs actually reaching out for. And, and that's why we tried to separate it so that they didn't have to do our monthly one. So we have the monthly subscription too, to help students with the studying, with the mindset, with figuring those things out. and. Then the other one is our store. So we have physical merchandise that we also sell. And that's going to be a lower ticket. That's not going to bring us a ton of money, but indirectly it does because it increases our audience because of the advertising through a physical product. Yeah. And I would say most recently too, we've been, you know, we are affiliates for a lot of um, business owners and products that we believe in. So um, more recently it's been um, affiliates and sponsorships and with the podcast now, we've reached out to, you know, bigger companies and entities, and we have been able to secure, you know, sponsorships with them and choosing someone who we believe in and specifically been focused on um, helping students. So we can disclose this because the episodes have released, but one of them are Ken, one of the um, companies is KenHub. Uh, they help students with anatomy and there's neuroscience. There's um, all these different aspects, but anatomy is the main one and then Picmonic. So those are the two most recent sponsorships that we've secured. And, um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely possible, but that's how, um, we've been able to monetize and what most recently, how those have, um, how those have been. 
And that's the beauty of a podcast, right? Now that you guys have a podcast, you have a physical thing that is evergreen, meaning it's always there. People will listen to it in 10 years, even if you're not podcasting anymore, because it's searchable. And if you offer something in there and a, a link to something you like, you can still get that recurring revenue, even if it's a little bit. Uh, it's always going to be there. And it's like with anything, the bigger audience you have, the more people want to pay you to get in front of your audience. And so that's the beauty of what you guys are doing now too. Yeah, that's really awesome for you guys. Congrats on getting those sponsorships. On the more logistical side, I was also curious. So now that you have uh, like passive income coming in through your podcast, have you guys opened joint like bank account, some sort of like LLC or something to, you know, keep that money, those funds in? Ooh, yeah. we're going logistics. We Look are. At this. Like yes. So yes to both of those things. We did open um, actually about the same time in October of 2019, we opened our um, LL or we have our LLC. And then we also opened a bank account. Um, so we have a business bank account. Um, and that's where all of, you know, all of the business expenses and um, profit, what we make go into. So none of our personal stuff is in there. Um, but we, it was about a year before we got our LLC and we're like, okay, we need to get on this um, just to make sure uh, we're doing everything you know, legally number one, um, and number two, just having somewhere where we can deposit, um, you know, any of the money that we do make. So that's what we are doing right now. And in the process of, um, trying to figure out taxes because it does come with taxes too. So all of that, um, we do have. But the other thing is you can't get a sponsorship if you don't have a business, right? So yeah. like, they're not going to sponsor with an individual person, but if that individual person says, oh, you know, I have uh, Ryan Cruz LLC, it's still you, it's still your consulting, but it has an entity to it that they can easily transfer money to. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys teach a lot of uh, tax, you know, taxes in your courses too, on the financial <laughs> aspect and everything. There's some stuff in there. <laughs> That was uh that was some some great information and I think it's a, a good transition question. Um, so clearly you guys are um at the the, the hind end of your uh, PT careers and you're soon to be uh you know doctors of physical therapy, um but you guys also have a business now. So I want to know um what your guys' plans are after you graduate. Um, I know a lot of people. Um, well, I know just just from Instagram and stuff. Uh, some physical therapists have actually kind of transitioned out of practicing physical therapy and are um, doing more uh, marketing and um, coaching and stuff like that. Uh, I just want to know as like what your guys' plans are. Is that your plans? Or are you guys still, uh, you know, still passionate about physical therapy and everything? Mm, trying to keep it open, right? Who knows what's going to happen in the future? Cause we sure as hell don't. <laughs> we were so, just talking about this. <laughs> yeah. This is like the big elephant in the room. What the hell are we going to do? When we're done, because there's so many options, especially after talking to all these people we've chatted with, trying to learn from their mistakes, not make them to the same extent, but of course we're going to make our own and learn from them. Um, it's very difficult, especially with this overload of information. You kind of get this uh, like paralysis by overanalysis, right? So you're just stuck there because there's too many options. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm not really sure. I love PT. It's definitely not, I don't want to be doing hands-on forever because I see what that does to people in inpatient rehab. For example, my last clinical, you don't really see anybody over 45 working there. 
it's a lot of lifting. It's a lot of like weight on the body. And so that's just me personally. Gabby, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I definitely been going through this too, as, um, with my program, we have more comprehensive assessments and, you know, talking about licensure and NPTE. So I've definitely, at least as we're recording this over the last week, have had some analysis paralysis because there's just so much information coming at you. And the same thing I, um, you know, I'm not entirely sure. I think my last clinical for me personally will, will be, um, a good, you know, challenge and more opportunities opening up. So, um, yeah, we, we've been discussing this more because we know, um, this question is now, uh, just the question It is the question (laughs) as we're getting closer to graduating. Uh, and so we are, you know, we're still figuring out options, um, together and individually. So, yeah, that's kind of uh, where we're at right now. So not entirely sure is the overall overarching answer. And there's really two things uh, though, right? So like, we'll still do this. We'll still have gratitude. Clearly we should clarify mm-hmm. gratitude yes. will still exist. It will maybe look a little different. We'll see. Um, and individually, both of us are looking more cash mobile ish, something like that because it's easy. And because especially post COVID people are looking for that. They don't want to go into an outpatient clinic as much because they don't feel as safe. And so I think it's an easier transition, more mm-hmm. telehealth, more mobile. It's kind of the route that I'm personally thinking at least. Very cool. Yeah. yeah and I think it's a, I think you guys are in a great position. Um, you guys have a lot of options um, that, you know, you have at your, at your fingertips. So um, it's definitely beneficial to keep those open and uh, I'm sure you guys will figure it out, um, you know, sooner or later. <laughs> Also, in terms of future plans, I was uh, in terms of gratitude and future plans, like you guys just said, you don't know what you're going to do as PTs. Uh, I was curious about uh, you guys, obviously, are, are going to continue the podcast, but what about like future growth? Um, do you have plans to like keep growing? I don't know what pace your podcast is growing at or business it's growing at right now, but I feel like uh, SPTs is somewhat, somewhat of a niche market, like Ryan said. So uh, if you are looking at strictly financials for grad students, which have the most debt, but also undergrads are have less debt generally on average, but are also a bigger audience, like maybe you could tap into that too. It's a good question. Yeah. And I always like to point this kind of analogy out, right? So if you think about, I, this may sound like a rabbit hole, I promise it's not. If you think about how do you make a million dollars, you could separate it a few different ways. You could sell, okay, help me out on the zeros here, 50, however many dollar things, right? Like you could sell 50 very expensive things, five zero, very expensive things, or you could sell a ton of very cheap things. And for us, we're not looking to sell a ton of very cheap things. That's Mm -hmm. just too many people to have to reach. You can make money being very specific and helping those people in a deeper way than you can, you know, how are you going to cast your net? We want to cast it deeper in a smaller area than a really wide fishing net and hope to get something, even though it's going to be a little shallower. That makes sense. I would just say that um, casting a small net, which would be the analogy I think would be SPTs. Um, they have, those students have some of the biggest debts. So probably. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they have too much money to spend um, outside of, you know, paying off student loans and stuff, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's right. And it's about priorities. Yeah. Sorry, Gabby. Yeah. It's about priorities. 
people always say, oh, I don't have the money to spend. But if something comes up that's really important, like PT school, you find the money to pay for PT school, right? Even if it's not right now in this moment, but they pay for the things that are important to them. And it's about the return on investment. Mm -hmm. So they pay whatever it is. Right now, our monthly thing is $50 a month. Super cheap. We're not going to keep it that forever, but we also give them opportunities to make money. So they can make more than that every month by being affiliates for us. And then it's kind of this big return on investment because they're also learning how to decrease their debt, how to increase their income. And so it's not just about that $50. It's about what's bigger than that. Yeah. I was going to, um, say the same thing about priorities and, you know, it's, it's really like, especially in the first semester, um, or even before it's, you know, so important, like, obviously you don't want to fail out, um, or have to restart because that that's an extra year of paying for school. And so, um, especially our biggest thing for, I'd say targeting, let's say SPT isn't even going smaller than that, um, first years and accepted students. So, you know, making sure that they know what they're getting into and if they want to be able to make money during school, um, however that looks like we give them, uh, the, the tools and resources. So they are not trading their time, um, their, their study time essentially, and they can do a lot online. Um, and we do have students who we've worked with and they are currently paying cash for PT school. They have, um, someone who we just talked to said, he'll have like, I don't even know, 20% of his loans to pay off. So they all have their own businesses right now. And, um, you know, we, we just want to show them that it is possible. Um, but it comes with that investment and we want them to make it back and more. That's kind of, uh, where we're at. And, you know, it's, it's definitely difficult, especially, um, like we all are students, we all have loans, um, in some capacity, but, um, just really being financially, like I said, financially literate, number one, and not making the mistakes that we did when we first started out and, um, making sure the students know what they're getting into, especially if they're just coming into PT school and specifically now during this COVID times, um, and being online. Um, so we can't control what the PT schools, you know, charge, but we can control what the student can do on an individual level. And, um, even, you know, even more than that. For sure. Yeah, that's awesome. I think, uh, you guys touched on a really good point about ROI and PT school. I think that could be a whole separate topic, so we won't even get into that. Oh yeah. We get down a lot of rabbit holes or we try not to, because we say something we're like, oh, this is going to be a rabbit hole. (laughs) Um, but yeah, return of investments is extremely important. Um, but I did want to talk about, so I know you, you two are doing the 12 days giveaway currently. This episode actually might drop like right before Christmas. So you're, it might be over, but you can either talk about what it is, or you can just pretend it's, you know, 10 days from now and talk about how successful it was. Oh, <laughs> pretend it was super successful and all that. No, it's been really great so far, actually. Uh, and I think the whole point of this too, is we do understand as students, we want to be giving away things to help students. And we're here to give a ton of value. The podcast is free value. Like all these things, it's just free value to these students. And the 12 days of giveaways is kind of a a massive extension and thank you. And like, 
hopefully to help with the things that are painful right now. And one of them might be studying online constantly. One of them might be, I don't have any money to get my classmate or friend a gift right now or my CI. Um, And one of them might be, I need to get an NPTE prep course, but I don't have any money to do that. And then, then we tried to just see, okay, what would be helpful? And so that's what we have right now. I know that didn't quite answer the question, but I mean, it's also a great way to get leads. Let's be honest. It's a great way Mm -hmm. to get people in your world. And I'm not saying that was the intent behind it because it definitely, it's not, but it does help. That's for sure. Yeah. And we've never done anything like this before. Previously we did very, very small giveaways and that wasn't on the extent to what we, what we are doing now, but that also comes with making the connections that we've made over the past um, two years that we've been doing this and reaching out to guests because they, you know, they trust us and we trust their, um, we trust them and the products that they have. So we only, you know, really chose people who, um, would be a benefit to our audience and also are in the, the pillars, um, like we said, and we still have, we still have a few days to go. Um, not a few, Ten more days. Have a lot of days to go. <laughs> um, but as we're recording this and, uh, yeah, we are really excited and just to, um, just to give to students and like Sarah said, having new students come into our world that may not have heard about us and whatever year that they're in, they're like, okay, this is a new podcast I can listen to. And, um, so that's actually really exciting too. Yeah. And the other thing to think about too, is like, what if you had the secret to life and we don't have a secret to life, but what if you had this big secret and you just kept it to yourself and never shared it with anybody? What's the point of having this big knowledge if you never share it? And I think that's another great thing about doing giveaways, about doing a podcast. I know it's hard to put yourselves out there, but by sharing, you're kind of increasing everybody like on this wave together so that the next generation can be a little bit in a better position than we are now. Uh, and what you just said, um, the like having the secret to life and uh, mm-hmm. not like sharing it with anybody uh, reminded me, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen The Grinch <laughs> where he's going on and he's like, uh, solve world hunger, tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> that, just, that, was, that was good. Um, but I think uh, another point you guys brought up was um, giveaways. Who doesn't love free stuff, you know? Like <laughs> that's your, the hook, right? I know I love free meals, free everything, so. Uh, definitely some benefits. Um, but I want to touch on another topic. Um, so clearly you guys are advocates for um, uh, students and uh, PT or SBTs uh, in grad school being able to uh, to work and um, showing that it's possible. I personally, I've uh, kind of been told that like working uh, during PT school is just not an option, not, not a thing, uh, and kind of been discouraged to do so. Um, can you guys talk a little bit um, about if you guys experienced the same thing and how you kind of overcame that, um, that kind of roadblock, if you will. And I'd love to hear about what your guys's program says as well, but (laughs) my program said, no, don't work. It wasn't like we've heard of some programs where you actually have to sign a document saying you will not work more than 29 hours a week during PT school, which I understand. Um, but how are they going to control that? They can't really. But if for some reason your grades are slipping and they find out you are working, they can point to something and say, you signed this, you're working, you're not doing well, you're out and you're not going to be able to come back. So it's 
kind of this fear tactic, right? They're like trying to scare you into not working during school. Um, and so Gabby, how was your school with that? So they didn't say anything about it, to be honest, but I, I was very, um, selective in what I did or did not tell them. And, um, so that was the other thing too. They didn't have us sign a contract of any sort, but just being very mindful of making sure that, you know, I pass, I'm passing, uh, exams and passing classes and I'm learning because if I were to slip, they would point it back to, Oh, well you have the podcast and, um, you know, they don't, they know about the podcast, but, um, there is no, like, you know, you have to sign this paper. You can't work. It was more of, if you do have your grade slip, then they'll point it back to, um, and probably direct that question. But a lot of students, you know, they have GA positions, they do dog sitting, um, you know, babysitting, whatever it is, uh, personal training, you know, online, so many things online now, but, um, I feel like at least for, for school, they obviously want to, you know, have you do like, oh, you can do this GA position because you did well in this class, but that's really the only, I would say, um, position or paid role that they tend to, um, uh, gear you towards or say like, oh, you should do this, help our university mm-hmm. instead exactly. of doing your own thing. It's internal coincidentally. Right. Yeah. So, um, I think, how do you overcome that? Uh, one be on top of your learning, mm-hmm. right? You have to be on top of your learning because they will point it back to something. Even if that thing is not what caused you to not do well in the class, you've got to figure out how are you going to do great in these classes and learn the material and be a great PT and still do these other things. Right. So for us, school is priority. Even if we don't want it to be all the time, (laughs) even if it's not as exciting, sometimes it has to be. And secondary is what you have going on. So you're always going to have to kind of find this balance of how do I learn more in less time and have a bigger impact on people without sacrificing class or without sacrificing whatever else is going on in your life that's important to you definitely and I think uh what you guys spoke about is just that learning should be and you know needs to be the priority but there's uh, a lot of different options out there where you don't have to necessarily trade your time um and still make money like uh like you mentioned personal training we actually just did a, a, an episode with one of Chris's classmates who uh he's a personal trainer and he's in PT school so uh, for students out there, there's a lot of different options where you can make money, uh, you know, help uh, alleviate some of those loan costs, and you don't have to sacrifice your time with, um, um, you know, other things, and you can still focus on studying and be, you know, the best student you can be. So a lot of options yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we always like to, especially for hearing from so many students who have been working in the different jobs that they have had. I would say um, the top advice that we would give is try and find something to do online that you can take, you know, an hour or two a day as, um, you know, not doing it as a study break, but also doing something that you love and finding what that is for you. Um, So you can start making some income while in school, but you're not physically driving somewhere. You have to be there for a certain amount of time. Um, You know, there's, there's so there's only 24 hours in a day. And as a student, we like, we need 
all that time. We actually made, um, a sheet a while back of, you know, just kind of going through, um, how many hours you, what was it, Sarah, like sleeping in class. And (laughs) it, it boiled down to, you only have a few hours in a whole week. Um, that's quote unquote free time. And so really just making sure that you find, um, something that's doesn't take a lot of your time and you're able to do, um, with school, still learn, still pass and, um, preferably online if you can. Yeah. And the easiest one just to use, like one of our, we have a team kind of behind us now. That's how we keep doing this too. We have a Mm -hmm. team helping us. We haven't edited a podcast in a very long time, probably a year and a half. And so we have people helping, we have been training them. And one of our team members the other day was like, oh yeah, she was so funny. She so casually said, oh, I finally put my first thing out there. I'm doing like a workout a day for 12 days. And I was charging people like, you know, $12 for it. And I got like 26 people to join this. So I was like, well, that's a casual, however much money that is. And, you know, an hour really. And it's just written out workouts that we all know how to do. And it doesn't matter if there's a thousand people doing it. It doesn't matter if there's a thousand podcasts out there. It doesn't matter if there's a thousand books out there. Harry Potter still became amazing, even though there's a bajillion other books out there, right? So still putting yourself out there, even if you feel like, oh my God, will anybody actually do this? Yes, because it's about you, not about the thing that you're doing. That's some really cool stuff right there. Uh, Gabby, you mentioned a GA position. Is that just a student worker like position? Yes. Graduate okay. assistant. So usually, gotcha. at least for my program, um, they help out the class below. We, we are not, I don't believe we're technically allowed to help with like undergrad classes because usually those are different than graduate, um, graduate classes. So it's usually helping out the class below in a certain class, um, whatever that may be. But I know for some programs like Sarah's, um, you can be a technology GA. You don't have to be a graduate assistant for a specific class per se. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I think this podcast has been amazing. You've shared a lot of great information, um, but we don't want to take too much more of your time. So we're going to finish off with our usual last question. What exercises do you both like to do in your own personal life? Like just name two favorite exercises. Oh, this is a good one. So I actually am going through a training program right now. Um, and one of the exercises that I really enjoy and I've found, um, I really just like, like doing, um, is a goblet squat. So, um, most recently I've been really, uh, really finding just like increasing my, my weight and getting motivation from, um, another, you know, pretty much my, my coach right now. Um, so goblet squat and, um, I'm trying to think, I would say the other one would probably be, um, let's see, I'm trying to think some of the, now I'm like, it's like, that was the main one. Um, other exercise, let's go with, uh, back squat, because that's the other one I've been having to be very patient with myself with. Um, but that would say those two more strength-based for me. Man, mine are pretty cliche. I love doing triathlons, so I could just say swim, bike, run, but I'm going to say bike and I'm going to say Nordic hamstring curl. And you can, they can get in contact with you uh, from? 
Oh yes. We have all the socials. So you can find us on any platform, Instagram. It's gratitude, the podcast G R A D I T U D E. So you can find us there. Um, we are on all the podcast platforms that you can think of IG, Facebook, Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. YouTube, there's so many TikTok, so you can find us. Just search <laughs> gratitude, and you'll you'll find us. TikTok has uh, been on the back the back end for a while. Um, but if you guys actually want to reach us directly, just email us, and mm-hmm. we'll send it to you guys. It's gratitude gsg for grad school guide at gmail.com, and you'll get a response probably a little faster from us that way. Awesome, Sarah, Gabby, thanks again, guys. Thank you. It's so good to be on. Oh, Nordics. Oh, gosh. Those are so good. Those are tough, but they're really good. Yeah. For sure. Um, But yeah, like Tony said, uh, the information you guys provided was just invaluable. I know our listeners are going to get a lot out of it. So I just want to say thank you, ladies, again for that. And um, if you guys don't mind, um, I'm sure our listeners will have some questions.